one, one, two. Check me out right here, yo. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, talking about the Philadelphia 76ers here on this Saturday, January 6th evening. They fell tonight 120 to 109 to the Utah Jazz. They were shorthanded, and that's no excuse. They were shorthanded last night, lost, and they got embarrassed by the New York Knicks 128 to. 92. They were shorthanded again. No excuse because they played like crap. I mean, they weren't giving it their all. A lot of lackadaisical stuff. A lot of, you know, terrible shots. They had open looks and they just, you know, it's not that they were getting outmatched or anything like that. And it's not like the talent on both of these teams is that, you know, much greater than what the Sixers were putting out there, you know. So um, a little ticked. And I thought that, you know, we would see these guys in uh, in games where they were shorthanded, you know, I thought they'd come out and play um, play a lot better, but that wasn't the case. Joel Embiid, since I last recorded an episode, which was Christmas uh, Day, where they lost 119 to 113 to the Miami Heat, the Sixers have gone 3-3. Three and three. Um, They did not have Joel Embiid in Miami, didn't have him in Orlando, and didn't have him in Houston. So why against and didn't have him in Chicago as well they lost that game but he comes back and they blew the brakes off Chicago on Tuesday so why it was that against two really strong opponents like Orlando and Houston no Joel Embiid no Nico Batum and you're able to get it done why they looked so much better then but then against Utah tonight they just looked like crap and while they didn't have Robert Covington, due to illness, um, and Bede had left knee uh, swelling. Hopefully he's okay. And Donwell House Jr. was out uh, coach's decision. Why they just did not, you know, come out ready to go is beyond me. My opinion, it's I think they've gotten a little too comfortable. I think you're seeing the 76ers right now believing they're believing in themselves maybe a little bit too much and that's always kind of a tricky thing to handle uh no robert covington last night with an illness as well against new york um and no uh furcon Korkmaz. but you know i think you can win in spite of losing two guys coming off the bench and even though i think robert covington uh brings a lot to the team and i think furcon Korkmaz. Um, does as well just from I guess his presence because I hear guys rave about him and he seems like you know kind of a guy that uh, they enjoy being around I definitely think that there's a um, a clear clear you know uh, issue here when when you see performances like this last two games I don't want to say I don't want to overstate it as being a clear you know problem but I definitely think it's an issue that uh, that they need to fix because you can't have games, you know, where you just completely stumble um, throughout all four quarters like they did last night against the Knicks. And then tonight, it just seemed like they took Utah lightly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Utah is not a team that is, you know, going to do anything this season. As a matter of fact, you know, they might make the play-in. But I definitely think that's a team that probably should go and, and tank itself. 
However, you know, the Sixers tonight just seemed like they were uninterested. I mean, they were giving them a game, and then we got midway to the to the uh, third quarter, and all of a sudden Utah turned on another level. And it was ridiculous, especially when you look at the turnover margin. Utah turned it over 24 to the 76ers 6. 24 to 6. How in the world do you lose the turnover battle and lose by 11? They got out-rebounded 48 to 34, which is expected without Joel Embiid. And, you know, you kind of have to get creative there with the 5 spot. Got to see Mobamba get some minutes, but... Without Embiid, it becomes a, a tricky, um, you know, a tricky point in the game. You know, Paul Reed can only offer you so much. Marcus Morris Senior can also offer you so much as well. But you know, I definitely would have liked to have seen a better effort on the boards as well because I think that's where this game was was lost. I and the Sixers shooting eighteen point four percent from beyond to the Jazz. 26.7% isn't great from that standpoint, but when you look at the numbers, Jazz made eight threes. The Sixers made seven. It's not like it was that, you know, that crazy. I think the Jazz started making more threes down the stretch, which played a role, but on the game as a whole, I mean, the Sixers had to be um, be much better on the boards because a lot of those threes also came off of second chance opportunities and just losing your guy defensively, which I did not uh, appreciate as well from your Philadelphia 76ers. So definitely some work that needs to be done. I mean, the Sixers obviously are not a finished product. You know, you definitely will have moments like this in the season. It's unfortunate, but hey, I think for this team, as much fun as they're having which, with each other, which I love seeing because I really haven't seen that ever. Um, it's it's gotta you know we we gotta get to work now. We gotta get back in the lab and figure this thing out and uh, and and get on another roll because they're three and three again since Christmas Day. They had those two strong wins against Orlando and Houston where. Tyrese Maxey dropped 42 against Houston. Marcus Moore Sr. had a whale of a game. Maxey also had 23 against uh, Orlando, and Paul Reed had a heck of a game as well. You know, they responded after the tough loss against uh, Miami, and they went on a a tough road trip. You know, they had to get it together, um, you know, against, you know, the— Magic and the Rockets, and then they lose to the Bulls to close it out, and then they came back home against Chicago and beat the crap out of them. So you know there was a little of um, of uh, of that as well. But another guy that I thought has cooled off of late, and um, he didn't play tonight as well. So I think that's another you know spot that you can say, well, we could have gotten more points out of you know if this guy plays, we could have had something out of him, and that's Tobias Harris. Definitely saw his presence in the lineup missed uh, today, but unfortunately, you know, it was we- and DeAnthony Melton as well. So again, they're shorthanded, but you'd like to see these guys just from an effort standpoint. I thought you need to see more. Harris is out with left ankle soreness, Melton lumbar spine soreness. So hopefully, you know, he gets that figured out. He's missed quite a few games here of late but 
Tobias, listen, I mean, last night against New York, it definitely seemed like something was wrong because he, you know, he did not seem like himself in 24 minutes and only having five points. I mean, that's something that, you know, Sixers fans would be like, you know, okay, well, that's just Tobias Harris having a a really off night, really cold, which, yes, it was, but it was also, you know, a a reason for that, so... Um, there's that as well. But thanks everyone for tuning in again to another episode of the 610 podcast. Not going to put out a Philadelphia Eagles preview tomorrow against the New York Giants. Um, you know, I don't know who may be rested, who may be playing. I don't want to give, um, you know, anything other than that. But I will, I'll say this going into that, into that game. This is a huge game to where they need to start feeling better about themselves for the playoffs. I'll leave it at that, and uh, we'll talk more about the Eagles um, next Friday or Saturday previewing their uh, playoff game that will unfortunately um, all sides are pointing towards it being on the road. But anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I will talk to you next time. Hopefully, you know, we don't have another long, uh, long drought in episodes. Um, Sixers next game is against the Atlanta Hawks, um, and might see an episode put out if something crazy happens, um, in terms of a big win or, um, you know, a big, a big individual night. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers.